Hey Stoners, welcome to another edition of Sticks and Stones. I am your host, Brent Elrod, coming to you from the cozy confines here on the patio at the No Shoes Bar and Grill, deep in the heart of the Republic of Texas. I have a tantalizing episode for you today. I am pairing a Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve Barrel Fermented with Bell Mead Straight Bourbon. It has the makings of a wonderful pairing, so let's go ahead and pop the cork, cut the stick, and get to toasting. Now, the Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve Barrel Fermented is a Drew Estate cigar. The leaves are fermented in old oak barrels, which gives it a very distinctive profile uh, and a unique taste. This is a Robusto. It's five and a quarter by 52 on the ring gauge. The filler is Kentucky, which is unusual, and Nicaraguan. The binder is Nicaraguan, and the wrapper is, it's a double cloak. It is fire-cured Kentucky Tapa Negra and Mexican San Andres. It's going to make for a very interesting stick today. Now, visually, this is an extremely rustic stick. It has tight but very visible seams, a tremendous amount of veining, a pretty fair amount of tooth, very large cap, and is a dark, sandy brown. Now, on the nose, it is, again, very, very distinctive you really pick up the fire cure on that Kentucky Tapa Negra. You also pick up notes of uh, like a horse stable, rye, pick up some uh, floral and spice notes, as well as cherries. It's got a very, very interesting aroma. Let's go ahead and give this stick a cut and test out the cold draw. Now it has a very kind of oily cold draw to it. Uh, I pick up notes of cedar, oak, vanilla, and some cinnamon. I can't quite take, uh, put my finger on that uh, kind of oily sensation I get, but uh, it's so far, this is a very good cigar and we haven't even put any fire to it yet. Hmm. Now, I was introduced to Bell Mead by my little fat buddy, Dave Kemp. Now, Dave knows whiskey, and I know Dave knows whiskey. So I trust him when he tells me that this is some of the best bourbon he's ever put in his mouth. A lot of you may not have heard of Bell Mead or may not know that much about it, but actually, the brand was started back in the 1850s by Charles Nelson and the Greenbrier Distillery. However, during Prohibition, it was forced to close 
and didn't reopen until descendants of Nelson reopened it in 2009. Now, this is a non-age statement whiskey. The only thing they tell you is that it is aged to perfection. So we'll see about that. It is 45.2% alcohol by volume, so 90.4 proof. The mash bill is something else they don't tell you. All they will say is, it, is that it is at least 30% rye. I expect it to be a little spicy. We'll see how it goes from there. So let's go ahead and pop the cork and see how this looks in the glass. As you can see, if you're watching the video, this is a beautiful medium gold, and it looks like it has very strong legs, very good cling to the glass. Now on the nose, I do pick up some of that rye spice, but I also get a lot of oak forward and also some hints of oranges. And I'm also picking up uh, some faint notes of like armal, uh, almonds or cashews. Let's go ahead and give it a taste. That has got a very good mouthfeel to it. Uh, it does have some significant rye spice. Um, not as much as a, a full rye, but still for a bourbon, it's, it's very rye forward. Uh, I pick up uh, some notes of vanilla and caramel as well. It's a fairly simple profile, but it's, it's really delicious. That's very good. Let's go ahead and toast our stick and see how these go together. Like a lot of the Drew Estate offerings, it's a tremendous uh, volume of smoke right away. Um, I pick up some uh, like really creamy vanilla, uh, cinnamon. Graham crackers. and uh, what I could describe as a, uh, a bourbon-y sweetness. So probably from like corn in bourbon. 
I'm just very amazed at the volume of smoke that is coming off of this stick. Wow, those do go very, very well together. Uh, as I said, on the, the nose of the stick, I was picking up a little bit of rye, so it does marry together very well with the Bell Mead. That's a high rye uh, mash bill. And then you're getting uh, some melding of uh, the other flavors in the profiles, uh, vanilla and cinnamon. Uh, they're really going very well together. I'm, I'm actually, I'm very impressed. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and uh, burn this down to the halfway mark and I will come back and give you an update. Hey stoners. Today I'm going to talk about inflation. This is kind of the inflation for dummies by a dummy, I guess you could say. Um, for those that don't really keep up, they, they hear about inflation, don't really know what it is, how does it affect me. Uh, inflation, in basic terms, is the increase in price of goods or services because of things like increased price of materials or labor that goes into those goods or services. For instance, if you are buying a pack of gum this year for a dollar, and next year that same pack of gum costs you a dollar and a nickel, you have had 5% inflation. Other things that can cause inflation, which is one of the things that is really driving the inflation rates that you're seeing in the news with historic inflation that hasn't been seen since the 1970s, is money supply. Uh, as I've said before, I'm a libertarian. I bash Democrats a lot, but I bash Republicans too when they deserve it. And it has been both parties that deserve it in this particular instance. All of these stimulus checks that have been going out over the last couple of years with all the, the COVID scare, all of that money had to come from somewhere. and. The government doesn't sell anything. They print money and they take money out of your check. And if they need more money, they either take more money out of your check or they just print more. And in this case, they've been printing a shitload of money. Pardon my French. Um, the printing presses at the various mints, whatever you want to call them around the country, have been running 24 hours a day, seven days a week for several years. And people that I know that know people in these places where they print the money have been saying, these people are turning down over time because they're so overworked from printing so much money. Well, when you continue to flood the market with money that dilutes down the 
value of that money. So it takes more of those dollars to buy something. And that's a lot of what's been happening here over the last couple of years. One of the reasons why you're seeing, well, gas just, just this week, it's $4.15 for regular unleaded to fill up my Jeep Gladiator. That's a V6, gets okay gas mileage, and it only holds 18 gallons, but it took $75 to do it. 18 months ago, I could fill it up from almost completely empty for like $35. We've got to get the monetary policy under control. The government has got to learn to live within its means. They have got to stop spending money we don't have, and especially printing money to send overseas to people that hate us. Why should we be giving people that hate us money? Why not keep that money here? Because if you send it overseas, it's not going to benefit anybody here. It's going to benefit those people over there. We're not the world's savior. There's only one person that is that, and it's not the president, it's not the United States. Spending is out of control. Money printing is out of control. Washington, D.C. is out of control. And we have to get together and do something about it. That's my take for today. Hey, stoners. I'm back. I know it may look like I overshot it a little bit, but uh, this Pappy Van Winkle has a very, very large band on it. I'm about to the halfway mark. Uh, and really the profile hasn't changed an awful lot since the light, uh, with one exception. There is some smokiness, um, not smoke from the stick, but a smoky flavor uh, in the leaf. You're really picking up that fire-cured leaf uh, that is part of the cloak of this particular stick. And it is going very well with the Bell Mead. This has been a really, really good matchup. Uh, the fact that this, uh, these leaves are, are fermented in uh, oak barrels is really marrying up well with the uh, Bell Mead bourbon that is uh, high rye content. So I think this is gonna be a really, really good pairing and a winner. I'm going to go ahead and burn it the rest of the way down and then I will come back and give you my final thoughts. I think you can kind of see the uh, transition uh, in some of the uh, double cloak on this Pappy Van Winkle. Hey stoners, I am back. This has been a pretty wild ride uh, with the fire cured Kentucky leaf. Uh, first time I've ever tried that, and uh, it was a very, very delicious smoke. Uh, you kind of ended up there towards the end uh, with almost the flavor of, you know, those candies, the chocolate with the bourbon center. Man, wonderful. This is a really, really good stick. Um, would I place it in my top ten? I don't know, probably not. It'd probably be close, but uh, a very, very good stick nonetheless. And as you can tell, we are down well past the band. And the glass is empty. The, uh, the Bell Mead was really, 
really good bourbon. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I probably didn't enjoy it quite as much as my buddy Dave does, but uh, still, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's, it's a very good spirit, and these went very well together. I am changing this week to a 100-point system as opposed to my old five-point system. I just feel like I can be a little more precise with a lot more numbers to work with. So we're going to uh, we're gonna launch that this week with this pairing. That's a really good cigar. You're really picking up, like I said, a lot of that smokiness from that fire cured leaf. I would give the Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve Barrel Fermented a solid 90. Uh, I think it would just skim in to the top 10% of uh, sticks I've tried. Um, like I said, it's very good. If you have the opportunity to smoke one of these, you should definitely try it. Uh, it's different and uh, it is not overwhelming, overpowering in any way. Uh, it's just a very good solid smoke. Really what you would expect from Drew Estate. I mean, they produce some wonderful sticks. The Bell Mead, uh, again, uh, the first time I'd ever tried it, it's a very good spirit. I tend to more uh, fall in the corn and wheat uh, whiskeys as opposed to the rye. I do like rye, uh, but it's a little more spicy for me. I prefer the, sweeter, the sweetness of, uh, of corn. And, uh, of course, you know I love Maker's Mark and Weller, which are wheat whiskeys. Uh, but I would give the Bell Mead an 85. It's a very good whiskey, and you should definitely give it a try. I hope you enjoyed this pairing as much as I have enjoyed bringing it to you. If you did, hit the like, subscribe, notification buttons at the, at the bottom, uh, all those things uh, to let everybody know that you liked it and uh, helps me know that you like it. Uh, as I said, my buddy Dave had recommended uh, Bell Mead to me. If you have a particular stick you would like to see me pair or a particular spirit, or if you are an upstart cigar company or a craft distillery that you would like to see your product on one of my shows, feel free to DM me. I am on Instagram, I am on Rumble, I am on Getter, uh, I'm on Facebook. You can find me pretty much anywhere. Send me a direct message and I would be happy to uh, work out something with you as far as putting together a pairing for your stick or your spirit. Or if you would just like me to see, uh, if you would like me to pair something for you, be happy to do it. Uh, continue to show us the love until we get to be together again. Keep your sticks dry. Your stone's cold. Have a great day.